The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. Hey there, it's playtime at Star Style. Be the star you are in this hour of power. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are your personal growth success coaches here on the airwaves with you every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific on World Talk Radio. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by the ninth annual Be the Star You Are essay contest with the theme of compassion and benevolence, visit btsya.com and go to events. And this is a Chinese proverb. Kind words can be brief and simple, yet they echo in our memories forever. Another power-packed fun hour today on Star Style as we dive into the world of trophy wives, sugar daddies, sugar mamas in our upcoming Tea for Two Health Matters with Heather and I. Heather, that should be really fun and funny. And then if your garden hasn't been producing the way you want it to, I have some important tips for you in my gardening segment called Undercover coming up in our second part of the hour. And finally, answers to your most pressing questions in life with author Mark DiVincenzo. I should say that correctly. Mark DiVincenzo. And his newest book, Buy Shoes on Wednesday and Tweet at 4, plus more of the best times to buy this, do that, go there, etc., etc. It's really a fun book. Um, you'd have to keep a spreadsheet to know when to do everything, but it really does help us a lot. I want to give a big shout-out, Heather, before we start, and a thank you to La Mirinda Weekly for sponsoring our Be The Star You Are Express Yourself uh, booth at the Pear and Wine Festival this past weekend. And a huge thanks to our on-air star team of Express Yourself. We had Young Ju and Kai-E, our two uh, co-hosts, teen hosts, Laura, Jennifer, and Robbie, plus my great video and audio crew, more productions, Keegan Productions, Robert, Ray, and Jamie, all working there with us. I am going to be posting Aww. photos on Facebook soon. And you'll be able to listen to the two shows that we did for Express Yourself. And the big treat, which I'm always shocked, Heather, because I am not a singer. 
or at least I'm not a singer for other people to listen to, is how many great singers and musicians we have at Be The Star You Are. Laura and Jennifer both sang two songs, and um, they sang three of some of my favorite songs right now. One of them sang Adele's, Laura sang Adele's Rolling in the Deep, which she did beautiful, and she did, oh, she did wow. it acapella. I know, and Jennifer sang Call Me Maybe, which I think is such a fun, fun, fun song. And she also sang If I Die Young. So, you know, Berry, Meat, and Satin. It was so, it was great. So we had a wonderful time. And this Saturday, you will be able to find myself as well as some of our teens at the Gelebration, the 150 year celebration of St. Mary's College. So we will have wow, a star style cool. and be the star you are booth. So that is kind of everything for our announcements. So let's get to this topic of Trophy Wives, Sugar Daddies, and uh, Sugar Mamas in some places, like kind of where you live. For example, I understand that Donald Trump is like 24 years older than his wife, uh, Melania, and it's been argued that women's preferences for older, richer men and men's preferences for younger, virginal women are actually hardwired into our brain. But the studies that you've looked at have found that those preferences actually change a lot depending on where people live. So tell us what's going on in our evolution these days. <laughs> well, I think, you know, I think we actually have two different takes on it. I know you had, you know, the evolutionary thing, um, is that my kind of view on it and the information I found, I actually was just reading a big article um, that was in the Huffington Post. There was this whole sugar daddy, sugar mama, sugar baby phenomenon going on. Um, that, yeah, this is sort of a biological factor, and there are different trends. Um, there is no actual typical number in relation to how many couples there are with this um, large age range, um, but various uh, colleges have done psychological studies in it and found that there seems to be a biological trace that leads back to that um, something fed into, you know, the uh, survival of the fittest that women tend to outlive men and as well um, women's that women's uh, psyche, their brains, actually develop two years faster than males. And that's not to say anything that males are less smart or women are more anything like that. Just if you've ever, you know, when you're a kid saying, well, you know, girls mature faster than boys, um, there is this thing kind of preconditioned that women um, thought to it at that, when you in the, at the very primal beginning of our survival mode, that um, having a provider for us. They needed, you know, a man to be hunting and gathering and doing these things while a woman stayed at home. They needed a protector. And um, and new what's kind of transferred into new studies in today is this um, why women seem to be, you know, attracted or drawn to uh, older men. Um, some studies lead it back to, um, and now everything is different, but sort of with our or nurture versus nature, that, um, you know, if you had a really strong father figure of someone who was a provider in a family, women tend, um, as an overgeneralization, tend to be attracted to um, masculine figures that uh, exhibit traits of, a fa- of if, if not their father figure, but or, you know, of a brother, if someone, um, you know, a good, strong, and tend to sometimes, because of this father figure image, 
sometimes tend to be older. Um, we know in uh, study was this is you were saying about Donald Trump, some of the most famous you know, sugar daddies, we, there's you know the Hugh Hefner, Woody Allen, um, Rupert Murdoch, Larry Flint, this, this thing of olderness as well. Um, I think a, a new phenomenon in our society is, uh, as I like to say, possibly gold diggers or sugar babies. That um, you no, know, many women seem to be attracted to this older man. I, I, in my mind, I think Hugh Hefner as the the huge, this, you know, the Playboy essence that um, you know he always has these girlfriends that are sixty years his senior or sixty years sorry his junior. I know they they like his great grandchildren or something. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just can't imagine they're really girlfriends. I I'd have to think that he's just trying to keep the image as the Playboy master. Yeah, I mean, something I, you know, I think is interesting is that with people, this big phenomenon, I mean, um, many, I forget what bra- the Bravo channel has made this huge phenomenon of um, the real housewives. Of, it started as a real housewives of Orange County, and it spawned into, I think there's like 10 different areas like that of Miami and New York and all these things. And basically it's kind of showcasing, though some of the women in it are more of the breadwinners, but in a generalization of it, um, I'd say, you know, three-fourths of the, the, the housewives, quote, on the shows, um, is that their husbands are the, the breadwinners, the men that have all the money, and they tend to be a little bit older. And I think, you know, it attracts this thing of this money. Does that turn, you know, women into these gold diggers? Is that getting back to that biological need of someone, um, you know, providing for someone. Um, what I was going to touch on before is I was reading this article. Actually, too, Huffington Post was, was helping me out immensely today with this topic. Um, and one thing they were talking about there is this website called SeekingArrangement.com. And it was, reading, it was talking about it's, uh, college students who are on the tour, technically considered sugar babies. And these men go on there. They, they have, those sex is never implied. It's spoke of as arrangements that we'll hang out for a month for a thousand dollars. And a lot of people, I mean, it, it almost sounds like it's, um, you know, mm. sort of like dating website prostitution. I know. But, I mean, wait a minute. When you just say, yeah, I had never heard of this. Why did they do? They just hang out with you? It's like they'll go to no, so with you? No, so it does have to reading it is that it is, it sort of is hidden. These, these young college students, um, and it's a lot of what this women article is talking about, they went to it, and we're not talking, a lot, I think a lot of people when they hear that people are doing, you know, sex for money trades, they're thinking of drug people in poor financial situations. This is the final straw. Um, some of the top members, as I said, uh, one of the biggest straw on this website is college students trying to pay out that they're leading, they're leaving top colleges with, um, a lot, a high amount of debt. The top colleges that have students on there, there are 498, um, female, uh, college students from NYU. 253 from UCLA, 193 from Cal Berkeley, and 183 from USC. And that's just sort of saying, you know, the ones that were listed off. And how do they vet, how do they know they're actually from those schools and not just saying they're from those schools? Uh, I can't really, I mean, based on on this article, is that the women they interviewed who are from, I think the woman in this article, I think she was going to MIT. Um, is that she was about to be going into her last semester and has accumulated over $80,000 in college debt. 
and Googled in, you know, paying for college debt. And this website came up called seekingarrangement.com. And in it, she said, you know, I never thought I would be in this thing, and though it was never discussed, you know, then I think I'm hanging out, oh, you know, and then they interviewed her, you know, her last unquote, arrangement thing is, is some, you know, very, very high rich man. I think he was 58 or 60 living in um, Massachusetts. Um, uh, housing and something that costs twenty two thousand a month, you know, things like that. That um, it, it, it's a weird, it's a fascinating thing. I kind of feel like this trend and various is not to say gold diggers, but people are definitely um, attracted to the sense of comfort, and that leads back to our primal instincts. We want to be, though so we want to take care of people, we also want to be taken care of. I mean, my my boyfriend, for example, is I mean. We are a, a partnership. We are a team. But he always jokes about, you know, oh, God, if if you were to make all the money, babe, you know, I, I would have no problem staying at home and, and being, being you know, your house hubby kind of thing. And I know it's not, it's coming out of a place of love, but everyone loves those, the kind of thought of, wow, if I didn't have to do anything today, if I didn't have to work, if I just had all this money to me, um, it's sort of like that dream of winning the lotto. You, you, it, it's a great fantasy to have. So it's a it's an interesting trend um, thing that you know women and men too. We don't know the whole sugar mama phenomenon. People are attracted, and it's, it's even not just fancy that sense of comfort. That that thing it, it goes back to our power instinct that we're going to be uh, taken care of, and even. Um, as I said, we had, there was a national uh, study. It's, it's a little outdated. It's from 2002, um, but it was saying that uh, women uh, from their first age of sexuality uh, loss of virginity, um, usually their partners tend to be, there's uh, 16% of women, their, ten, their partners tend to be four to six years older than them. Um, 11% had partners that were seven um, seven years younger, um, and then a higher rate of 66% had partners that were at least two years older than them. Well, I actually know quite a few women who either have lost their spouses, you know, or divorced and are now in their 50s or older, and they are dating much younger men, like 10 to 15 um, years younger, and seem to be totally fine with it. So I think, you know, yeah, there's a sense of, I think it goes for both things. There is, um, when it gets out, there's a sense of validation. I think, you know, for men, uh, every man, you know, when you're an older guy having this young beauty, I think that's why the plastic, why women, um, you know, as a general nation are taking that beauty that that's something that, you know, we, we hold it, you know, we put on our makeup, we do our hair that gives us a sense of beauty. And as you know, as we get older, things change. That's, that's the process of life. And that's why these companies that make makeup and, and do, you know, plastics are, are staying in business because people want to be younger. And there tends to be this trend, you know, that younger, you know, younger looking is beautiful, which is, is not true. I right. Think, you know, yeah. It's what day. the key features of beauty. Well, we're out of time and I just will that's end it with saying. <laughs> if preferences for things like women's youth and men's money really do change our cor- our cultural normal ways of living, then maybe as a society gets more equal, then we're all going to save money and we won't have to dye our hair or do any of those crazy things anymore. <laughs> anyway, Heather, that was great. Interesting, interesting. I don't think I I don't want to be a sugar mama and I don't want any sugar daddies. So um, <laughs> no sugar babies either. In any case. 
go ahead and give out the website. Yeah, most definitely. We want you to go to be the star you are dot com as well as be the star you are dot org. And when we come back from break, we're going to go into the garden and go undercover. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And this is Star Style. Be the star you are. Put on your gloves and get out your spade because we are going a digging. Be back in a bit. have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take world talk radio on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market business bites here's cynthia bryan here are some tips for at work and at home studies show that optimistic people outperform pessimistic people in every area of business and wealth building Research shows that over 50% of your self-talk is negative. So you need to start talking to yourself rather than just listening to yourself and make it positive. Focus on the good and the positive thoughts. Reject the bad and the negative. It's like the young man said to the wise man, I have two dogs fighting inside of me, the negative and the positive. How am I going to know which one will win? And the wise man says, the one that you feed will win. Don't hang around negative people because they're going to impact you more than you will impact them. Like Gandhi said, I will not let anyone walk through my mind with their dirty feet. You wouldn't let people walk in your house with dirty shoes, so don't let them walk with it in through your mind. Life is like a bust. You must decide to be the driver. Stop letting others control your future. Decide to take control of your life. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For coaching or consultations, call 925-377-7827 or visit StarStyleProductions.com. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be The Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org Be the lucky star Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. This business of show business is calling out to me. 
Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryant, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. You'll find all you need. Well, thank you for staying with me here on Star Style. Be the star you are. I just got an email today from um, one of my very best friends, that I lived in Bordeaux with when I was a student and on the education abroad program from UCLA. And she wrote and said that today is the 50th anniversary of the first Bordeaux program and that the original students who were on that have arranged a revisit Bordeaux trip and are actually there right now celebrating which I thought was wonderful. So I raise, although I don't have one now, I'll try to get one later, I raise a glass to them and say salut and celebrate with them on this 50th year anniversary of their first UCLA Education Abroad program. I must say that living in Europe and being part of the, of the, um, the UC system Education Abroad program in another country was one of the turning points in my life and one of the most amazing things to ever happen to me. And I really believe that all students should take the opportunity to live in another country. And I went to the University of Bordeaux and the University of Pau, Université de Bordeaux, and it was all in French. So we were forced to learn the language, which has served me well throughout my whole life. So, hello, 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 I'm starting to speak French here. Salute uh, to everyone who is celebrating now. Well, to grow healthy plants, fruits, and vegetables, we have to have hardy soil. We have to replenish with nitrogen, which prevents erosion. We have to build the soil. We have to increase water absorption. And cover crops are really the workhorses of the late autumn and winter landscape. So I want to take you on a journey undercover with cover crops. So I do write a column called Digging Deep, and it is a combination of spirituality and gardening because I really am a nature girl. They call me the goddess gardener. If you want more information, you can visit goddessgardener.com. Cicero said, what I enjoy is not the fruits alone, but I also enjoy the soil itself, its nature and its power. So it's very true that before we put our gardens to bed for the long winter nap, we want to blanket the beds with nutrient-rich cover crops. Replenishing that nitrogen and all of the other nutrients is going to get it ready for the next springtime. Now, it is critical to implement the correct combination of cover, cover crops for the right job. Because all plants need nitrogen and all microorganisms depend on it, Nitrogen is the most challenging material to maintain in the soil. The best nitrogen fixers are in the legume family as they interact with the beneficial bacteria in the dirt to enhance the roots. So I want to take a look at some of the crops that you could be planting anytime now across the U.S. that's going to help with uh, preventing the weed seeds from germinating, 
while at the same time provide a habitat for beneficial insects, as well as compost for the garden. And for those of you in colder climates, really giving your garden a wonderful blanket to keep the soil warm and moist. So one is called hairy vetch. This is an annual legume that resembles peas. It has a very pretty purple flower, but it's toxic to human and to chickens. It is the favorite food, however, of goats and cows because they have multiple stomachs, and it is one of the best sources of nitrogen for plants. It sprawls and it twines around other specimens, but instead of pulling it out, you want to till it under in spring, and then you use it as a green mulch. Another one is called white Dutch clover. Now, you can sow this either in spring or fall, and the white flowering perennial uh, called Dutch clover, it spreads by underground runners. It takes two weeks for the clover to break down in the soil. You sometimes see this clover with a little white flower on top in lawns, and it is very good for the soil. Crimson uh, clover is one of my favorite clovers because it has a very pretty red flower that sprouts in the spring, and it's a hardy annual that is planted in the fall. It can survive winter freezing as long as it doesn't get below minus 10 degrees Fahrenheit. It prefers a neutral pH soil that drains well, and it does better when you sow it really thickly. The entire plant can be turned under in April, and then the succulent leaves and stems, they'll decompose in just about 10 days, and they leave the soil very healthy and nitrogen-rich. Now, fava beans, this is a really great, abundant green manure. It is a hardy uh, annual. It does grow four to five feet tall, and it can be planted as late as November. So for those of you who haven't done anything, you have plenty of time. And these plants grow slowly. The tops can be cut down to the base and put in the compost pile. But again, just like with the clover and the vetch, you want to till the roots into the soil for the best results and a richer planting medium. Mustard. Now, this is something that we use in the grape vineyards all the time, and a lot of home gardens use it and in the fields. Now, mustard suppresses soil-borne diseases like the nematodes and the common root rot. It provides some weed control, especially from wide grass, and it adds a lot of organic matter when it's tilled under. And what I like about it is uh, both the flowers and the leaves are edible. You don't want to plant any brassica crops um, following a mustard planting, though, because they just will not thrive. Uh, That's really because mustard is in that family. You know, it it kind of has that mustard has that kind of cabbagey, broccoli kind of flavor, that smart, um, tart kind of flavor. Barley is another good one. If you have a hillside and you're seeking erosion control, Barley is really a terrific solution. It is a fast-growing uh, grass, and it um, it dies, though, if the weather gets down to 17 degrees. So you want to, you know, only plant it in the warmer, the warmer climates. So here are some fall planting ideas. You want to visit your nursery right now to find trees and shrubs because they're going to have those sensational sunset colors that complement your fall landscape. In this way, you can actually choose your tree or your bush or your shrub that will go with what you want. You'll get to see the texture, the fall color, and you won't have to guess or just be looking at a tag. Now, this time of year, you want to take advantage of the balmy days, the chillier evenings, and the warmer soil to plant seeds 
that are going to offer you up some good greens, vegetables, and flowers through the beginning of winter. So here's a, a few things you can sow in the ground. Sow now. Peas, parsley, broccoli, kale, my favorite, arugula, <laughs> lettuce, all the Asian greens. I love all the greens. Spinach, chicory, chard, endive, radicchio, turnips, beets, leeks, calendulas, violas, cilantro, and um, as far as flowers go, you can do some bare root uh, peonies. And this is a really great time. Now, after you've planted, cover the patch with straw. Some seeds germinate quickly, followed by dormancy. And here where I am in Northern California, we have a rather mild Mediterranean climate where uh, greens and root vegetables can be harvested throughout the winter. Now, keep in mind that you can mix the many foliage edibles like lettuce, cabbage, Swiss chard among your fall ornamentals. And if you want to add some colors, some interesting leaf shapes, some sizes, and some form, you can add, you know, like your cabbages, your ornamental cabbages in there. And they're also edible. You want to thin when the plants are a few inches high and then add the sprouts of those thinnings to your dinner plate. Don't throw them out. I like to engage children in garden-based learning to spark their curiosity and grow their confidence with practical skills that they will use forever. So one thing you could do if you are a parent or a guardian or you even work at a school is get a large container that's at least 18 inches deep. Let your kids plant a slice from their favorite red, golden, or brown potato with two or three eyes up in a mature, rich soil. The leaves are going to sprout, the plant will flower, and in about 10 weeks, the potatoes are ready to be harvested. I just harvested potatoes yesterday, which I cooked last night, beautiful red potatoes. And there's just something so much tastier about them than buying them at the store. Now, in most areas, tubers are planted in spring, but I plant them all year round, and I've had continued success, but as long as you're going to protect them from the frost or from super cold weather. The great thing about this is your kids are going to love eating what they actually grow themselves. So it's really a good idea to get your kids involved in the gardening. Um, Another thing that is great is this is the time of year to start planting your bulbs. Now, bulbs that are deer and rodent resistant, it's time to plant them. Now, those, and you can plant them through, you know, in November, and I actually continue planting them like through January. So the ones that are deer and rodent resistant and rabbit resistant would be daffodils, um, alliums, snowdrops, bluebells, checkered lilies, and fritillaria. Those are a few of the good ones. But just keep in mind that the soil is the most important thing that you can do for your garden. And without a healthy soil, you're never going to have a beautiful landscape. So Just like we lather creams on our bodies to moisturize our skin to keep it young, our soil needs nutrients to feed the seeds. So cover crops are the anti-aging replenishing regimen that keep our gardens growing and glowing year after year. As Franklin D. Roosevelt commented, the nation that destroys its soil destroys itself. So take care of nature's most important organ, its earth. And it's going to reward you a hundredfold. And this year you can just fall forward with that fabulous fall foliage. Now, there are some other things, the gardening guide, that you can do for October. Because October is such a season of beauty. Autumn is the best time of the year for planting. And it really is a very busy time for gardeners. From raking leaves to deadheading perennials to cleaning out flower beds, storing patio furniture, 
fall provides us with plenty of exercise outdoor, and you're in the fresh air. So here in California, October has historically been a notorious month for fires and earthquakes. Thus, it is imperative to revisit our family emergency plans. And so if you haven't already written one, we talked about it last week on the radio. So you can go to a World Talk Radio um, and see our show last for last week or starstaleradio.com and look up our show that was uh, September, what was that? September 27th because I gave you a whole preparedness list. Also, you don't want to forget to harvest your ghoulish gourds and decorate your steps with those fierce pumpkins because we're going to have a haunting Halloween coming up and we want to awaken the child within all of us. But here are just a few more tips. So we want to clear a defensible space around the perimeter of your home and develop an evacuation plan in case of a wildfire. You also want to create an emergency supply list, especially if you live at the top of a canyon. And for more information, you can just visit the Cal Fire site at fire.ca.gov. gives you lots of information on how to um, be fire safe. You want to choose fire-resistant plants when considering your landscaping needs. Now, most fire-resistant specimens are also drought-resistant, so they're a good pick to help conserve water. Try infusing vinegar with the final fresh-picked fruits and herbs of the season in preparation for holiday gifts. That's what I gave for holiday gifts last year was um, olive oil and vinegar with herbs from my garden. If um, if you want to do a first line of defense, handpick bugs off your plants, and then you can apply insecticidal soap for harder-to-kill pests if you can't get rid of them. You can control next year's weeds with a vinegar-based herbicide or cornmeal gluten as a pre-emergent. You can grow swaths of late-season interest, especially grasses, and when the wind blows, they just really look pretty. It's almost like waves. Branch out with fiery leaves of gold and russet and browns and Zinfandel and sienna-hued arrangements for very festive fall arrangements and centerpieces. Pick your remaining green tomatoes as soon as the temperatures start dropping. And if it starts raining, you definitely want to go out and pick the rest of your green tomatoes. And then you could cook them up. All you have to do, saute with a little olive oil, garlic, and you'll have a real tangy, tasty treat. You know, you can make those famous fried green tomatoes. Seek sanctuary in your garden by placing a bench in a tranquil, soothing location where you can watch the birds, butterflies, and bees be busy. It's a gently engaging experience because green spaces revitalize people physically, psychologically, and emotionally. And if you can put a water feature there or you have a natural water feature, all the better. I just was noticing outside my office I have a fountain and I had hummingbirds that were like flitting around getting their drink. It was, it's just, it just helps me so much to do my work. You can sprout seeds of arugula, mesclun, Asian lettuces and other gourmet grains right now in a large container by your garden, um, by your kitchen, because that way you can just go out and snip. You can punch up the drama in your landscape with containers with fall-colored accents, you know, with succulents and annuals that are available in garden centers now. Make sure to prevent garden injuries by stretching before you go out to dig, and always bend from the knees and not from the back. Fall's a great time to divide, to move, and to replant herbaceous peonies in well-draining, loamy soil. 
And you can root to cuttings for Jacobinia because then you'll get a really showy next season um, in the fall, next fall performance. And finally, as I said at the top of the of this segment, is it's the time to plant your bulbs. So alliums, daffodils towards the end of the month, fill the gaps between the tulips and the peonies, spring blooms. And if you stagger your plantings of Narcissus through January, you will have long-lasting beauty. And, you know, make sure to visit your local farmer's market for the final freshness in the um, in vegetables. You can pick up gourds and pumpkins and decorations that are going to last through Thanksgiving. And rake. Rake your fallen leaves and grass clippings and add them to your compost pile. And bottom line is, you know, Harvest your things. Keep the birds happy by keeping, uh, giving them food, water, and shelter. Their, your hospitality will be rewarded. And happy gardening to you. If you have any questions, I am the Goddess Gardener, Cynthia at GoddessGardener.com, and I am available as a speaker, designer, and consultant, 925-377-STAR. When we come back from the break, we're going to have a lot of fun. Because I have author Mark DiVincenzo with me with his newest book, Buy Shoes on Wednesday and Tweet at Four. So get ready for more of the best times to buy this, do that, and go there. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. Be right back. Don't go away. The star you Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7888. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Be the star you are, you are the star. 
turn up the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's Power Party Time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, we have you on our radar, and we want to reveal to you that dreams do come true, because you have the power. Love always wins, kindness prevails, smiles keep us happy. And we're here to fix what's broken, heal what hurts, and we want you to be the star you were born to be. Thanks for staying tuned to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I am Cynthia Bryan. Are you thinking that you could have gotten a better deal somewhere else if you would have known the right minute, second to do it? Well, do you wonder if you could be more effective in your workout at a different time of day? Are you going on a vacation, but you're not sure if it's hurricane or tornado season? Well, today you are in luck because Mark DiVincenzo's newest book is Buy Shoes on Wednesday and Tweet at Four. More of the best times to do this, do that, and go there. And as you know, he is the New York Times best-selling author of several books, but the famous one, Buy Ketchup in May and Fly at Noon. Welcome, Mark, to Star Style. Be the star you are. Thanks, Cynthia. Thanks, Fly. I'm happy to be with you. Yeah, I am so excited. This is a really fun book, and it's one of those books that, you know, it's like you're answering all those questions that we ask ourselves, and we nobody ever knows the answer, but you found out. I understand that because you have always been interested in kind of the best time, the you know, to do things, that, that you became, I guess what I would call an accidental bestseller when you wrote your the book, Buy Ketchup in May and Fly at Noon. Tell us the origins of the series and, and what, you know, what made you really first decide to write this? Well, I did have an interest in knowing the best time to buy things and do things, but really I have to give credit to my wife. She kind of pushed me along to do it because I was writing a completely different book at the time, and she said, you know, I think people really want this information. And one thing I discovered was there really is a best time to buy just about everything and do just about everything. And if you know those best times, you save money you, and you save time. And, you know, in any economy, who doesn't want to save money? Well, I think especially in this economy, everybody wants to save money. But it's not just about saving money. It's also about saving energy, you know, your own personal energy, looking better, you know, getting doing the right job interview at the right time. That was very interesting. Let's talk about some of the things that shocked you, surprised you that you really didn't know until you talked to the experts and, and, you know, all this. There was a lot of research that went into this, right? Yeah, I think it's important for readers to know that um, I'm a longtime journalist, but none of this information came from me. It came from experts, either in health or in education, um, in all sorts of fields. So all of this information is from people who really know their stuff. That's where I kind of, I, I went to the sources, the best sources I could find and talked to hundreds of people and read lots of academic journals and books. And so um, that's, where, that's where the information comes from. Well, and, yeah, and you have a great um, acknowledgement segment at the back of the book that gives your sources. You know, and of course, there are some of those that you talk to many salespeople or there's some people that didn't want to be to be um, acknowledged, but you have the sources at the back of the book, and my gosh, it's, I don't know how many pages, it must be, what, 30 pages long or something, so this was a lot of 
a lot of research. And before we talk about some of your favorite ones, I do want to go back to this fact that you are a longtime journalist. In fact, most of your life, what, 25, 28 years you were a journalist and then you became an editor and then now you started writing books. So tell us, how do you, how was the change and how did that prepare you for what you're doing today? Oh, it, you know, being a journalist, um, finding information, writing it in a clear and concise way. I mean, I had the perfect training to become an author because all of the skills that I used as a reporter and, edit- and, as, and an editor, I'm using now as an author. You know, I'm, I'm just doing nonfiction, and so it's all about finding the right people to talk to to getting the best information for the readers. Exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, that's why you're able to put it together, you know, in such a great way. And I want to just say we're talking to Mark DiVincenzo, Buy Shoes on Wednesday and Tweet It For. He's also the author of other books and one you probably have, Buy Ketchup in May and Fly at Noon. And what I like about the way that you have organized your books is that in you have it in a um, very clear table of contents, very a clear categories, like um, things to get rid of, what you need to get done, getting around, getting pretty, getting rich, getting healthy, getting the job done, around the house, around the world, the kitchen, the yard, the kennel, and the playground. So for all those animal lovers out there, there's even a best time to take your animal to the vet and all of those things. What were some of the surprising things that you found out other than, you know, getting your anesthesia first thing in the morning on a Monday so that the doctors are still fresh. Right. Well, that was one that was one surprising one. Getting anesthesia in the morning, if you do it in the afternoon, you're four times more likely to have some sort of a complication. And and that is because you touched on it. Um, the surgical team, the anesthesiologists are fresher in the morning. Um, they're all on the same page in the morning. So, but another one, there's so many that surprised me, Cynthia, and, and one that, one, one of the ones that surprised me the most was the best time of year to lose weight. That's the um, one I was just gonna talk about because I would have totally said summer because you want that bikini bod, but right. it's not. And the other thing is in the summer, you know, you're outside more, you're more active, you know, and, and you would think that would be the best time, but, but my research has found the best time of the year to lose weight is in the winter. And well, what is this about brown fat? Yeah, that's to understand why that's the answer, why that's the best time of year to, to lose weight, you have to know about brown fat. It's also known as good fat. And the reason it's known as good fat is because it burns calories instead of storing them. And it really works um, really, really hard burning uh, calories when it's cold outside. And when we feel cold, this brown fat, we all have it inside of us. Babies have a lot more of it than we do, but adults have brown fat in, in us too, and it works harder when it's cold outside. And all they've done tons of studies on everything from mice to humans, and they've found that when, it's, when we are colder, our brown fat works harder and, and um, burns more calories. I would have never, until I read that, that one was shocking to me. Another one that I liked a lot was the time of day to eat lunch. It wasn't just noon or once. It was twice, 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. 
But like a 300, you talk about a 300-calorie lunch, that's like two yogurts or something. That's not very much. No, but more and more doctors and dietitians are are saying we need to be eating four meals a day, not three meals a day. And they they say that we should have a, a big breakfast. That should be our biggest meal of the day. And then two 300-calorie lunches. They say they should be at 11 and at 2, and then a small dinner after that. So, yeah, um, you know, our lunches should should be around 600 calories total. But, you know, you could you, you can um, eat fruits and vegetables, you know, tuna sandwiches, a pe- uh, you know, half a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, yogurt. There is a lot of healthy food that, that we can eat that, that kind of makes up that 600-calorie double lunch. So those two-hour uh, martini lunches that used to be famous in the 50s or something, they have gone the way of the cuckoo bird, right? <laughs> well, you could splurge from time to time, you know. But, there's nothing but wrong not with that. too often. Now, one that I loved, although it's going to be hard to do, because we, uh, Be The Star You Are is a charity. It's like, when do you ask for donations? I have the hardest time asking for donations anyway. But it's on Sunday. So your research found that Sunday was the best time. Why is that? Is that because people are going to church and they just feel, you know, in a more giving spirit? You hit the nail on the head. It's just a theory about why it, why Sunday is the best day of the week. But let me let me back up one second and say that a study, uh, a study, a well-respected study that was done that shows that the average donation is 51% higher on Sundays. And what you said is so true. The, the researchers theorize that part of it has to do with, you know, that's a church-going day. People are getting some sort of message on Sunday at church that makes them want to do nice things. And, and the other part is, if you're, if you're, maybe if you're not going to church, you just feel like, you know, I should be doing something special today. And so they theorize that that's why donations are 51% higher on Sundays. That is truly an amazing statistic. I'm going to get my volunteer team on a, on a mission on Sundays now. You know, it's like church and donations. Or we're going to stand outside a, a church. And <laughs> that might be good, too. <laughs> Can sure. do both things. Now, um, there were lots of fun, uh, other great ideas in here. And one of them that I was looking at was the time for a garage sale. Because, you know, when you, especially when you live in a neighborhood or you're moving in, and these days, you know, a lot of people have lost their homes and they're trying to get whatever they can. There really is a best month and a best time to have a garage sale. So, what what is it? Why is that? Why is Saturday again the best day and the best months are April or May? Yeah, well, Saturday is. We have you know our lives are sometimes run based on expectations, you know, and we have an expectation that Saturdays are the garage sale days. You know, they're the days when we're not at work, and so that's that's the the key day is Saturday. Um, for garage sales, and it's because we expect them to be on Saturday. And then April and May, think of spring cleaning. You know, people are getting rid of stuff, cleaning out um, their their attics and garages and and other pieces, other places in their house. And and a lot of people, you know, um, 
especially in this economy, they're they're not in the the mode to give them away. They want to sell them, and so the best you know junk of the year, if you will, is going to be at the garage sales in April and May when people are spring cleaning. I found it interesting that you really had to have the hours between seven a.m. and eleven, and then after that, it's sort of you might sell a few things, but. There are people, I know that my sister said she had people showing up at her house at like 5 a.m. before she was even ready. And I guess people will buy anything. I know one I had many years ago, somebody bought one tennis shoe. Uh-huh. I have no idea what they did with it. Maybe they planted something in it, but one tennis shoe. Maybe that's because you're famous and they wanted uh, anything they could get from you. So. That's exactly it. I am so famous. They just wanted that one tennis shoe. I'll that's buy the so other funny. one. How about that? That's so funny. Well, I love also, I'm a big gardener and I really love gardening. And you did a lot of things in here about when it when's the best time of day to mow your lawn, which uh, is something that I thought was really good advice because not only, and you said it's late afternoon or early evening, and not only is it easier to do then because the grass is drier and it, it doesn't clog up your mower, but it's that you were talking about the boost of energy uh, that we have as humans in the afternoon, and that's the same way to clean your house. That was really, I thought that was a really smart one. Yeah, physiologists tell us that um, we, we get this boost of energy. Um, a little after 3 o'clock every day. Think of the early afternoon uh, when we get sleepy. A lot of people attribute that to eating lunch, and then the, a big lunch makes them sleepy. It's really not that at all. It's really that our body temperature um, is low uh, in the early afternoon, and that's what causes sleepiness. But after 3 o'clock, especially by around 4 o'clock, we get this energy boost that uh, makes it a good time to do a lot of things that, you know, take a lot of energy. Um, that's also the best time of day to do housework and, and uh, other things that, you know, will uh, make us exert ourselves. This energy boost that we get, it has to do with, um, uh, you know, circadian rhythms, and I don't want to get too technical, but um, our bodies, uh, you know, we have body clocks, and, and, you know, it's smart to pay attention to them. Well, in writing... Buy shoes on Wednesday and tweet at four. How did you come up with the different chapters and the different things? Was it things? Was it like you and your wife brainstorm? You and your friends, or did, was it just over the years that people talked to you? I know in the in the preface to your book in your introduction, you talk about there were thousands of pages that you had left out of your last book. Tell us what happened. Right. Well, well, I, it, this sort of goes back to being a journalist. One of the things you learn as a journalist is news judgment, and you sort of start to figure out what um, is going to appeal to the largest audience. And maybe that's the most valuable thing I got out of being a journalist. You know, when you're a reporter, lots of times you, you aren't being handed assignments. You've got to go find your own stories, and you want your stories to run on the front page or on the, on the section fronts. You know, it's only natural. And so you kind of get a feel for what's going to appeal to the most people, what's going to appeal to the masses. And that really helped me when I was doing this book because I didn't want to put anything in the book that wasn't going to have wide appeal. It was really important to me that what I wrote was going to appeal to, um, to you know, large numbers of people. I, I wanted this, I wanted, a, I want a lot of people to, to like what's in the book. 
Well, and you definitely did. And I loved your advice about how do you confront someone you unfriended, uh, that unfriended you on Facebook. And we're not going to give the answer because people need to read the book. The book is Buy Shoes on Wednesday and tweet at 4 author Mark DiVincenzo. His website, markdivincenzowriter.com. He is also the president of businesswritersgroup.com. And you do a lot of writing for other businesses and all around the world. And you, do you have writers working with you as well? I do. Um, I write, we do all sorts of writing for businesses and also for individual clients. And I'm writing now for Time.com, and I'm writing stories about the best time to buy things uh, for Time.com. So if anyone's if anyone is uh, surfing the the net and they want to get a get a you know even more of a feel for for what are what's in my books, you can check out um, uh, my stories on Time.com. Oh, that is so fun. Well, again, Mark DiVincenzo, the newest book, Buy Shoes on Wednesday, and Tweet at Four. You'll learn when to buy cell phones, when to take trips, when to take your car in for repairs, just everything. And I'm sure you'll find more at Time.com as well. But his website, MarkDiVincenzoWriter.com. If you ever need an extra writer, I want to write with you, Mark. Thank you so much for being here on Star Style. Be the Thanks. star you are. This was really fun, and it's such a great book. And now I'm going to allow myself a donut once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Thank you so much, Cynthia. I, I really it was really fun. You. Well, thanks to Mark for being on the show and bringing us his book. Thank you all for being super listeners and allowing Heather and I into your life each week. Make sure you're tuned here to World Talk Radio with me, Cynthia Bryan, and Heather Brittany, your personal growth success coaches. Every Thursday, 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific, you can change your life and make your dreams come true. And we bring you the best authors and pioneers on the planet to make a donation to Be The Star You Are charity. You don't have to wait till Sunday, but, you know, if you're going to give 50%, 51% more, please do. Go to BeTheStarYouAre.org or BTSYA.org. Until we celebrate again next week, we want you to smile, have fun, and be wild and crazy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, and I thank you and encourage you. Be the star you are. And read a book today. And make it by Shoes on Wednesday and tweet at 4. Thanks for thank joining me. Thank you for me. tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You are.